In Matthew 4.19, Jesus says, follow me and I will make you fishers of men. Join us in this conversation as we discuss following Jesus, leadership, and doing life with others. Welcome to the 419 Disciple Makers Podcast. Hello and welcome to the 419 Disciple Makers Podcast. I'm your host, Mark Danzi, and we're going way across the pond this morning to a city called Poznan, Poland, and we're going to be meeting with Yari, uh, Yarek Piachuk. And so welcome, Yarek. Hello. Welcome, Mark. It's glad, I'm glad to be with you. Now, we can see each other because I'm recording your audio on Zoom, but our listeners are just uh, just hearing us, So, and it's early in the morning, so that might be a blessing to them. <laughs> oh, yes, I think. <laughs> well, I know that you are living out the Great Commission in Poland. Uh, I know you. I know your wife. Uh, uh, your family is beautiful. I know you've got twin 21-year-old boys. Tell exactly, us a little bit yeah. about what... Tell us a little bit about your boys, because you smile from ear to ear when I mention them. Yes, these are young men, you know, who just decide to start their own life. So uh, one of them went outside to study far away, very, very far away from Poland. In, so he's in Australia. He's studying in Sydney. Uh, um, he's studying multimedia, learning there in the Hillsong Church. And the second one mm. is not far from him, actually, but very far from us in New Zealand. <laughs> he decided to earn some money for his study. So they are there. <laughs> I got you. So your one boy is studying at Hillsong, huh? Yes, yes. Oh, that's fascinating. He, that's wonderful. He's in Hillsong. He loves music and he is passionate in multimedia. So he's learning how to make a movies, uh, you know. Oh. Yes, and in the, in the Christian context. I would say. Interesting. Interesting. Very interesting. Well, you're interesting. Um, so tell us a little bit about what life was like uh, growing up as a, as a young man in Poland. Okay. Yes, it was, uh, you know, I am from this generation that uh, we still uh, remember communistic time. So uh, my father was one of the first entrepreneurs that uh, was trying to um, change the system or he just start to work for his own and in, in my childhood I, I remember you know a long queues waiting for bread wait, waiting for meal for everything there was nothing in these days and um, you know today when I am uh, listening a little bit about what people are talking about socialism or communism uh, and I see some kind of interest in USA, especially in between young people about mm. these ideas. I think uh, I, I, I remember these ideas. And I, I, what I mm. can say is uh, these are not good ideas. You know, uh, so nothing good about communism. Not, huh? Nothing good about communism. So, yes, I, I was uh, growing in this uh, environment. Uh, in, uh, in now, how old were you when the wall fell and... Uh, Communism began to disintegrate. So in eighty nine, in eighty nine, uh, I was twenty years old. Okay, so you were just finding your uh, what you wanted to do, and the world changed drastically for you. It, it, it really it was like this. So it was a new new season, new possibilities, new things. And for me, the fact that I was brought in this kind of family, thinking out outside of the box was helpful, but still the change was big. So it was sure good time for us. And uh, today we are, you know, uh, 30 years later. Yeah. Well, this whole world has been dealing with this COVID-19 uh, quarantine, the whole globe. And so has some of the, the anxiety or the lack of supplies kind of been reminiscent for you about what it was like when 
communism fell or was this is this kind of small in comparison to what that was yes some some aspects are very similar because mark you know uh i remember these days when uh, in 81 uh one of the leader of our socialistic country in those days uh general yaruzelski just one day informed us we are starting martial law so it will be forbidden for you to go outside you must sit at homes you must be at homes you cannot meet with people you cannot uh, have uh, mm-hmm. any public meetings so uh, i remember uh, like it would be you know yesterday that we were sitting in in, in home in the evenings and this is exactly the same what we are doing today with my wife. Wow. We are just sitting just different at home. reasons. Huh? So coronavirus yeah. with some aspects is very similar to those days. Of course, it has many different uh, things in itself, sure. but a lot of challenges and a lot of well, po- most, and a lot of possibilities also. Well, there you go. There you go. Well, most uh, folks who did not grow up in communism uh, think that there was no mention of God or there was no Christianity at all. Um, what was it like for you as a boy growing up, say up until um, 20, 21 years old? Were, were you raised in a Christian home? Had you never heard of God or what? Yeah. So just a just, uh, little bit from our Polish history, you know, Poland was the, the only country in Europe where communists uh, uh, didn't achieve their purpose because of the Catholic Church. Catholic Church in Poland was very strong and uh, it, it, it was the only country that really... Uh, stop influence communist of communism on the level of uh, private uh, people or families really? in other words uh, i was coming from a family all of us we believe that god exists uh, right. but you know the biggest uh, challenge that we had in these days was that you know christian faith was just nominal something so mm-hmm. catholic church uh, have uh, accomplished his mission, but in those days his mission was her mission was to uh, fight for a freedom, freedom of existence against the communistic tyranny. I got uh, you. So it wasn't as much about advancing the kingdom of God as it was just surviving. Yes, exactly. So as a result of this, uh, many or in those days all of people, if you ask uh, them, "Are you a Christian?" Uh, they say, "Yes, for sure, we are." Uh, even even uh, communists, uh, many of the members of communistic party, they were attending in Sundays to the church. It was the reality here in Poland. Interesting. Yeah, that's that's news to me. We would have never realized that. Yes. Now, um, so you grow up in this culture, just where God is kind of in the background. Um, probably a sense of probably a symbol of pride for the Polish people is that we've been able to keep the church, so to speak, and even in, in communism. Uh, where did things begin to change for you? Where was it that Jesus became real in your life? Mm-hmm. Yes. Uh, no, in those days, uh, there was, uh, in my life, that I, there was a man, my grandfather, and who had very big influence when I was a child. Uh, I grew up in a Christian family, uh, but none of my parents were born again. Uh, being a child, I, I had, uh, I have three sisters. I was the oldest boy. Uh, I felt some kind of responsibility for my younger sisters, especially in these days of influence of the socialism and communism. That was some hardships, some tensions, and all this stuff. But uh, in these days, when I was growing as a young boy, I had a lot of questions. The older I was, the more question I had. I had. 
And, uh, and just one day, it was very, by accident, it was just one day, I received information. My grandfather, who loved me very much, and I knew this since I was a boy, I felt in my heart, this man believes in me. He, he had a, this statement, you know, Yarek, you are a bomb. And I, I remember this, you know, he, even in, the, in different situations when I, I failed, he, uh, he was the guy that saw positive aspects of myself. So he was really close to my heart. And in this time, he just died. He passed away. Mm-hmm. In, it was in 1991. Mm-hmm. About half a year later, I was in deep depression as a result of his death. Because... Uh, I started. He was your encourager, right? He was the man in your life that was encouraging you. Exactly. He was encouraging me. He was he was giving very positive life and energy to my life. Now let me stop you there for a second, Yart, because I don't know that I understood exactly what you said. You said your grandfather was a great encouragement in your life, but he had this saying where he called you a bum. He he said, you know, when he said you are a bum. Yeah. In, what does that mean? Yes. In his language, this was you have a power. You you are. Oh, you, oh, bomb. Bomb, yes. Oh, okay. I've, uh, <laughs> so in English, when you say you're a bomb, it means you're no good. Okay, no, <laughs> B-U- no, no. B-U-M. <laughs> no, he is messing I'm so glad I clarified that. You are a bomb. In other words, you got power. Yes, okay, I got yes. you. All right, proceed. Very positive for me. Thank you for, for clarifying that. So you're uh, so it's six months later, you're, you're missing this mentor in your life. You're in depression. Yes. And take us from there. Yes, I, I'm in depression. And, you know, uh, in those days, I'm in, uh, this is my study time. I was in, at the University of Science studying in Poznan. And uh, really, I felt life has no sense. I, I start to think about the future, that one day I will die in the same way like he did. I will pass away. So what is the sense of life today? Why I am existing for? And, you know, and each day it was worse and worse and worse. <clears throat> so uh, having really a, uh, pressure on myself, I start to drink alcohol. My okay. colleagues, my, my friends from study, they try to help me as they could. So, so they just, uh, you know, they saw that there's something not good with me, you know. Mm-hmm. And uh, so well, you were in pain and you were looking for something to medicate that pain yes it just they, happened to be alcohol exactly they, they 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 tried the best to help me but they couldn't and i uh, one day i remember this day exactly it was uh, it was 9 of november 91 i was lying on the bed uh, in my host hostel culture or in, in um, students hostel mm-hmm. thinking in this day to suicide take oh, suicide wow. and uh, i i wanted i w- i had planned to jump from 10 floor down my goodness and i had this these feelings and i was proceeding this all this thing in my in my mind uh, it was evening and uh, and I, I was laying on, on the couch and just thinking what i will do and in the same day uh one colleague from my study she came and uh the rest of my guys from the from the room they said something is not good with this with this guy he's really in a very bad uh condition so she said, Yarek, I would like to take you with me for a walk and just go together somewhere, just do together something. Hmm. So we went there outside uh, and then she, she said, I would like to take you for a Christian meeting, uh, just to meet with Christians. And, you know, when she said Christians, I felt like, no, this is the last point I want. I don't want to, to go to the church. In my mind, Christianity means 
church means people who pray rosary and mm-hmm. do some Catholics, uh, Catholic things that I, I, I don't believe this. Uh, it will not mm-hmm. change my life. I have tried for some time, actually, this stuff, but it didn't work. So right. I, uh, but, but in this time, I said, okay, just we can go wherever you want. And we went. You were for, just going. You were just going to go with the flow, right? Yes, Wherever exactly. You know, I, I I was like a dog, just you know, was <laughs> just. So she went with. Uh, she went there, and she took me there. And uh, by the grace of God, it was a group of believers. These were guys mm. who were a part of Campus Crusade for Christ uh, camp, and um, so it was like a campus. Uh, and first time, actually, it was second time in my life I have heard a clear message of Christ. Somebody just said clear message about why Jesus Christ died on the cross. And it was second time in my life. First time it was uh, one and a half year earlier when I was a freshman in my uh, uh, university. Also people from Campus Crusade for Christ, they came to us and they shared the gospel. But uh, I needed one and a half year to to be in this stage where, where my ears are open. Sure. Well, you know, it's I'm just constantly amazed by how you could be on a couch in a hot, in, in your room, depressed, thinking about suicide, and the Lord Jesus would send a young girl to you to bring you to Him. Uh, it's just amazing, yeah. isn't it? It's amazing. And, and you heard the simple gospel. You didn't hear a message about church history. You didn't hear a message about <laughs> no. about ten, 10 ways to deal with life. You heard the message of Jesus, and that is what penetrated your heart. Exactly. It was like a light in the night. Exactly. Oh, if, I, if you ask me what was the worst day in your life, the answer would be the 9th of November. And mm. if, you, if you ask me what was the, the best way of your life, the answer is the 9th of November. <laughs> so your lowest day yeah. and your highest day was on the same day. It was my, my, my birthday. My so not November nine is your spiritual birthday. It is. It is. I'll try to remember that. I'll send you something. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you. Then. Yeah. Yeah. Well, mine was October twenty second, nineteen eighty nine. So I'm only two years older than you spiritually. Okay. Yeah, but you seem older than me spiritually. <laughs> <laughs> so you, so you, you hear the gospel, the good news of Jesus, why he died for your sins. You, do you accept Jesus that night, or do you go home and think about this, or what? Yes, you know, um, the, uh, uh, I will tell you, this is a testimony of the power of God. Because uh, when, the, when the meeting was in the half time, I felt in my heart, I must go out of this place. I feel these people are strange. They are praying to God. You know, I believe in God. Why they are praying in this way to God? I feel I am strange. I, I must go home. So I... I, I said to my uh, to, to, to the colleague, I will I will go. I'm, I must go out. And she said, Yarek, please do not go. I would like you to talk with one man. And then this man just came. Hmm. When he start to speak, and he start from idea, you know, your familiar mark probably uh, for spiritual law, uh, campus yes. for Christ idea. Yes, yeah, the four spiritual laws. We. <laughs> It's very effective. Yeah, a very yes. effective tool. Yes, it was effective in my life, and and he started to to talk that God God is good, but but I have problem, and my problem is a sin. When he started to talk about sin and sinless life, I felt like somebody would uh, just switch on the TV, and part of my life from the past 
my sins just went through this TV. And I felt if I, if I would die now, I am cursed. I go to hell. It was really very strong feeling inside and in my mind. I was just, I just felt I am a sinner. So when he moved to the next points and finally he said that God has solution and Jesus Christ died for the sins of people, I felt in my heart something that I cannot, you know, up mm. to, even today uh, describe. Uh, it was like a black and white. It was night and day. It was something, you know, during the during the talk i even it was not that i was praying during even during the talk i felt my heart changed wow and then i prayed then i prayed and asked him to ask the lord to forgive my sins and cleanse me and and he did it immediately and and this was the 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 one the most wonderful day you know and and well this is where you switched from darkness to light uh, exactly you know and so inside i felt this that my heart now is uh, in light, but also uh, outside. I immediately I felt like I must tell this about about the, I must tell about this fact to different people. So even <laughs> even in the tramway somewhere on the way, I, I was full of life, full of joy. I couldn't stop it, and I start to you know to share with some friends, some students, and uh, that you know I just met Christ. And I went, I went, I went to my hostel to my friends. Opened the door, and I said to him, "Guys, I've met Christ. <laughs> I've met Christ." So you know, for them, the conclusion was this is prob- probably the last stage of his problems. <laughs> <laughs> he's really gone off the deep end now. Huh? <laughs> he's he, he really in very deep depression, probably. Oh my goodness! So, but it was it was the beginning of new life for me. Well, and uh, I imagine you're in school there, and so what, uh, thank God for this girl um, who, uh, who who convinced you to stay, who convinced you to go, who convinced you to stay, and then to talk to someone. Um, the power of invitation is what I'm hearing there, Yarik. Wow! And just her being invitational changes a life, and we 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 always think, well, it's up to us to do it all. Sometimes it's only up to us to just invite someone to come. Yes, uh, like she did for you. Thank God for her. Yes, yeah. thank God for her. Yes. Now take us from there, um, because now you're born again. You've got this uh, passion to share Jesus with people. You're uh, studying science at university, and uh, where what what happens after that? So yes, uh, you know the man that was sharing the gospel with me. His name was uh, Jerry uh, in English, let's say Jurek in in Polish. And so Jurek brought me to Christ. He explained me for spiritual law. He prayed with me. And he became my father, my spiritual uh, father, my guide. Uh, as a result of my decision, and he, he recognized that my decision was not uh, well, just fake. It was a real one. Mm-hmm. And he saw that you know, uh, the, the hunger to know God, to know him more, is growing in me each day. As a result, he decided, I will, uh, I will, we will live together. Next year, uh, he was living in hostel. So he resigned from being with uh, his colleague and he just decided to be with me in my uh, room. So for, for next year, we've been together, uh, being close friends to each other. So wow. he was really, uh, today from this perspective, I see he was a responsible father. I mean, he, he was like a spiritual uh, friend, brother, but he was my, my, my spiritual father. 
And and so he was discipling you, did but you probably didn't know what that meant at that time. Yes. So he was discipling me exactly, and he was doing according to Campus Crusade for Christ uh, rules and ideas. And you know, um, in those days, I didn't understand it. But today, right. I see uh, by the grace of God, I have received a good ground, good foundation. Sure. Because well, you're rare. Most people, um, the person who leads them to Christ doesn't uh, spend the next year with them discipling them. I hear people that have that experience, and boy, do they have a good foundation! Yeah. Yes. Yeah. So, uh, but like you said, Mark, I, in those days, I didn't, I, I didn't understand it. I, yeah. I just felt this is normal. This is it should be like this. And so from there, you went on to study um, in Sweden. Is that correct? Yes. You went up to- yes. So, uh, so you know, for, for some time, I was living in my small town, Schmigiel, uh, not far from Poznań in Poland, and start to share the gospel with my friends, with my family. Uh, three of my sisters were born again. Uh, wow. In- immediately, very similar like I was. It was... It was conversion after conversion and my uh, part of my friends they were born again and born again and born again and i felt like this is wonderful i just love this everybody with <laughs> whom we share is born again uh, yeah. and we will just change this nation you know the so so we had this idea that you know uh, the catholic church roman catholic church that is almost dying will be changed we will change the situation in poland but unfortunately it was not the truth mm. yes uh, of course as a result of this uh, group of our friends were born again and we start a fellowship a christian fellowship uh, uh, and we felt like this we must go to priest just tell him where we are okay so we went to him and you know we said to him uh, we just met christ and uh, his life is wonderful and uh, you know we would like to do something here in the parish and and but he unfortunately was not open on this on this idea so he said no 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 tell me what do you believe and we said so do you believe in salvation by faith yes do you believe in this in this in this yes 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 okay you have two choices you will change your mind or you must go out from this place (laughs) my goodness it was right so let me get this right so here's all these young people excited about meeting jesus you go to the priest and he basically t- tells you to not be excited about Jesus or leave. Yes. So it was shock wow. for us. It was shock wow. for us, you know. Of course. And uh, yeah, so as a result, you know, so, so you know, in, there were some days when we have no possibility to meet in, in a parish. And, it, 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 you know, my town was a small town. Everybody knew each other. So we start to meet in homes. But as a result, our parents... Uh, start to understand that probably we are a sect or maybe a witness of Jehovah. Hmm. As a result, so uh, uh, priest was very negative about us. So as a result, our, our clothes, our, our houses were shut for us. And we had, we have to have meeting in the nature. So we start to meeting in forest. Wow. Just being together there, worshiping the Lord and sharing, you know, uh, our life. We were at children without fa- without fathers, without people who were leading us. Wow! So we had only each other and the Holy Spirit and the Bible. But that was enough. But it was. It was. It was enough. It was enough. Praise the Lord. For more information, check out our website, 419disciplemakers.org. Join us again next week as we continue our conversation on the 419 Disciple Makers podcast.